baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Episode 146 of TAG's podcast is sponsored by BlueChew.com. Your first order is free. Use our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at checkout. Go to BlueChew.com. Hey, guys, if you're like me and you don't want to go to the doctor unnecessarily, particularly in times like this, on the other hand, you want to know that you're always ready with your partner to go those extra rounds in bed, well, with Blue Chew, the online physician consult is totally free and only takes a few minutes with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. Once you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. Did you know that Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis? It can also be taken on a fuller, empty stomach. So skip the doctor visit and the trip to the pharmacy. Get Blue Chew and have it shipped directly to you in discreet packaging. Be confident every time. As a Tags Podcast listener, take advantage of our promo. Your first order is totally free. All you got to do is go to bluechew.com, use promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at checkout. Chew it and do it. Hey, it's Steve V. Rodriguez, host of Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex. Uh, this is episode 146, and in just a little bit, I will present to you this week's episode, which was pre-recorded with uh, about a week ago with my two co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez and Lincoln. All the topics are still fresh and relevant, um, and we will be back recording albeit maybe not from our homes, but we will be having a brand new episode um, back on track next week. Um, just some announcements here. I want to, as many of us are now home and, and self-quarantining during this coronavirus period, I wish all of our listeners a safe and healthy time frame and really just um, keep your head up as best you can. We are here for you at Tags Podcast. And in fact, um, good time to announce that uh, this Thursday is my brand new show that is Sex with Steve. And that debuts live on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash tags podcast from 10 to 11 Eastern Daylight Time. And if you go to our page and you like it, you'll get all the announcement. You'll be able to watch it live Thursday evening. There's a call-in number, and I think during times like this, it's really great to be able to reach out to friends, family, but also people that you listen to, and this will be your chance to call in, and, and we're going to, it's a call-in type show where we're going to figure out a lot of our sex conundrums, I'll be giving you some solicited advice so on and so forth it should be a lot of fun that's this thursday night if you can't make it to the live show don't worry it gets repackaged and will come out on friday so you will get it in your feed that's this thursday 
Um, as you are social distancing and staying home, just a couple things that you can do. I know gyms, so for so many of us, gyms are a big part of how we socialize and staying active and fit. And I was wondering what I could do, and I noticed that there's a bunch of different yoga type streaming services. You can even find, uh, I think, free yoga on YouTube. I joined one streaming service. It's free for a week. They also have meditation on there and all various types of yoga from the extreme fitness style to more meditative flexibility style yoga. And this is a good thing to do in between working from home and I think having the news on a 24-hour cycle like I am guilty of at so, many, so much um, to take time for yourself and practice something like meditation or yoga. It's something that you really don't need anything but you know your floor service or if you have a yoga mat or whatever. It is something that can clear your mind, stretch your body, and hopefully, you know, keep your outlook up during this period, which we will come out of. You can cook from home. We've been doing that. Jeremy Ross Lopez and I were cooking here the other day. We're going to probably, I'm going to keep cooking from home. Maybe I'll give you, show you some of the recipes I'm making. Um, they'll be on our Patreon page. And um, I think that is the things that I wanted to talk about. So continue, go to our Patreon page where we're doing weekly polls. And on this week's poll, I want to know how you are handling the coronavirus. And so there'll be a bunch of poll questions on that. And this Thursday's on this Thursday night's live show, I'm going to go through the last three polls, including the one for this week to see where you guys uh, fall on some of our weekly polls that we keep doing here. You can go, you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And um, while you're there, check out all the sexy extra special perks you can receive when you choose to become a Patreon member subscribing to Tag's podcast by, by showing your support. We really appreciate it. And it helps the show to continue to go on to present um, content like you are receiving. So with that, um, I'll present to you this week's episode. It's episode 146 with my two co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez and Lincoln. Stay safe and healthy. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, in my hometown, New York City, along with Two interesting fellas sitting next to me. Oh, we're interesting. Oh. This Jeremy oh. Ross Lopez to my right. Hey, How are you? Hey, I'm well. Good. And on this Monday, Lincoln, you just taught a class somewhere. I here. did. I taught a spinning class at Crunch, and I actually had some people stop by the bakery this weekend and say hey from the podcast. So really? happy to them. Yeah, oh, it was good. really good. Did they yeah, buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, product? this is what they said. More to More importantly, me. did they buy product? They did buy product. Okay, that's all. I and what was crazy <laughs> was they came in, they bought product. And then they said, we listened to the podcast. I actually had three people come in. Wow. In the past couple of weeks, I had three people come in. And one of them said, when you guys first talked about the bakery, you never said what it was. Oh. When you guys first talked about why is your name Lincoln, what it was. So just to be clear, let me just get this out of the way. Yeah. It's The Protein Bakery. On Instagram and the website is proteinbakery.com. I'm doing a shameless plug right now. So go to proteinbakery.com on Instagram. And I'm I'm at this point where I had 14K followers and now it went down to 13.9. Uh -oh, uh -oh. And no one can figure out why. So can we all get me back up to 14? Just Protein Bakery on Instagram. And I am Stephen Charles Lincoln, but it's easier to call me Lincoln. So that's why my yes, name is Yes, truth Lincoln. be told, and when I first... that name. Exactly. When I first met Lincoln... It was Stephen, and we were like, oh, we're both Stephen. And every homo but is named Stephen. No yeah, insulted. and I don't even go by Stephen. I go by Steve. Yeah. And, yeah, however, and it's I love Lincoln. I love Mad Lincoln. And you do go by. And, and, and my personal website is madlincoln.com, which is also kind of a fun little and design And that's a cool-ass site. 
Thank you. And my Instagram is Mad Lincoln, and now I have promoted myself beyond anything. But I will say, I do kind of wish it was 1912 again, and we went by all three names. Because <laughs> no, I don't. like, yeah, I do. I do love Stephen, all three Charles names. Lincoln. I love what mine is your, too, Jeremy your, Ross Lopez. Hello. Oh, well, and I yours? Stephen Vincent Rodriguez. I love beautiful. That. It's fine, but Come on, it people. isn't 1912, by the way. Well, we can't uh, even Anna remember. Anna Karenina wasn't just published, <laughs> and so I think we're in a different time period. Well, so, there you no, go. no, we're in we're there, in hashtags. I, and I like will very, admit. Uh, small, I will admit. No. I will admit. Names <clears throat> like yours, Jeremy Russ Lopez, flows, and yours kind of flows nicely. Yours, Lincoln, is sort of a one name. I mean, not many people can go by Madonna or Cher. Yeah. You do flow like you a can Lincoln, compare me so. to Madonna and Cher. Well, as much you as know, I do I like the Lincoln. In there. I What's do also love weird? The do you guys know this? Have we ever talked about this? What? Make it quick. This, uh, well, <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> so um, I am actually descendant of Abraham Lincoln's older wow. brother. Right? No, wait. I just got it wrong because oh, I have been like out. Abraham Lincoln's father had a brother. Abraham Lincoln has no siblings. Abraham Lincoln's father had a brother, and that's my lineage. So I'm not direct descendant of Abraham Lincoln, but his father's brother is my bloodline. Okay. And when I turn like 35, because I in in my 20s I had a fashion show production company called Stephen Charles Productions, and my father and his brother they were all like, "Why'd you drop the Lincoln? What's going on?" And I just like the SCP Stephen Charles, or. I had father issues back then. Anyway, they're over now, and I'm Lincoln. You can so read his whole only... bio on our tagspodcast.com. The book will the... come out in 2020. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you, though, for saying... Sorry, that was a lot. I no, that's okay. You are a lot, and we love that about you. That's why you're here. I am a lot, and I never apologize for <laughs> one, it. More of me. One of the things, though, is that's rule number one in radio or podcasting when you're trying to tell somebody your website. Often, mm-hmm. many of us... I am guilty of it too. Say it too fast, and then people are like, "Wait right. a minute!" So what good was it? for right. saying that. And while we're at it, let's just um, a new thing that we like to do is, you know, we love it when you write into us at Tags Podcast anywhere. Coming into the it's bakery, awesome. people have come up to you, Jeremy, wherever you are out and about. Um, just some quick shout outs uh, that we want to talk back to you, um, Jose. Excuse me, Jose L. Cortez Jr. on Instagram loves the podcast. Uh, he wants us to keep up. Uh, you guys keep me entertained at work. He's a fan from Long Beach, California. Love I know it. Long Beach, California. Long Beach is great. Yeah, I, I had love some. That. I remember I used to go visit uh, one of my favorite aunts when I was a uh, adolescent in Long Beach, California. And when she would go to work, I, call I would an aunt, aunt, auntie. I would go walk over to the beach mm-hmm. and I had started hearing because I was in that adolescent phase that guys would cruise this would have been the 80s guys would cruise by the beach public bathrooms so, so I this didn't bitch do is anything like, Bye, I, know, auntie. I, know, I was too scared I was too scared but I was secretly trying to look around for that of course you were and it was the 80s and no I didn't get any luck Aww. it was probably good that I was you were too you scared know. I was it was like 13 14. Oh my God, when I was 13. I was a late bloomer. I was at Sun Valley Mall in the men's room, like knocking out the light bulbs oh. and calling it a Saturday. Huh? When I was 13, I was totally doing that, like whole oh, running yeah, across from Fire Island, like when I was at the straight part, Davis Park with my family. And oh, I've never thought of that. Fire That's Island a thing. Because my, right. my aunt and my uncle lived in Long Island and they had a yacht and they would take us over. And so we would do day trips and sleep docked on the yacht at davis park and i would sneak out of my uncle's boat and run over like in the middle of the night and i knew whenever i got to nude people or the meat rack or whatever i was at the gay part and i would stay for like maybe 20 minutes and then be too scared and run back <laughs> and i would just it was a secret and Isn't no it one crazy knew. how we do that it is i mean secret now you sex. can now you can do that on your phone but back in right. the day you couldn't do that no the mystery of it, it really was, was the mystery of it was well, so yeah. enticing like knowing yeah. that like i was doing something that was wrong and bad naughty and I, 
and just tr- getting away with it. Like th- knowing when I wake up in the morning, my mom didn't know that I left or just any of that. I loved that whole chase. I think chase. it was more fun too, but I don't want to rob that of people's experience today. That's why I go. It was you know, different. It's, yeah. It's different. It was a different. It's different. Yeah. No, you're right. Exactly. I came to New York for my high school graduation. It was my present. And I met a guy in the Bloomingdale's bathroom and went back to his house with him, which was all the way up in Harlem. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I need to figure out the subway Back to oh, get that's scary. Oh it was scary. God. It was scary, but you know Adventurous. what? I'm still so happy I did it. Because if I hadn't done it, right. I'd yeah. be in that what if. Yeah. Those are fun you know experiences I mean? that we had. Yeah. Um, but the sex was horrible. The travel was so much more <laughs> exciting than the sex. I just have to put that out there. Um, at my dirty jocks underscore Ooh. official on IG says, hey, started listening to the podcast this week. Got a bunch of episodes under my jock. Love the honest conversations and lack of sensationalism. We love dirty we jocks. Oh, dirty that's jocks. cool. But it's very warm under there. I like yeah. it. Yeah. At Blue says, um, okay, for the umpteenth time, what happened to Stephen Carpenter? He, um, We wish him well. He's doing great. Yes, um, he's doing his own thing. Yeah, we see him out here in the city. He <laughs> just has a other projects and mm-hmm. that's what I was actually sh- having drinks with him recently at the Eagle. So okay. Nice. He's so Lincoln, a cool guy. Lincoln, who's um, here with us, uh, had drinks with him recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a good guy. He's doing really good. He's just not on our show anymore and that's mm-hmm. all there is to that. At Jingleheimer underscore shit, man, <laughs> he writes, you know, man, I was so mad when I left for work this morning. Just as I was pulling up, I realized I left my headphones on the coffee table. Didn't get a chance to listen to you oh. today, but will tomorrow out of Chicago. Love it. We thank you, Chicago, um, for listening to us. And we like being a part of people's um, work day. Morning commute, I have some other wherever, people there. Yeah. yeah it's and I cool. love Chicago. <clears throat> I do, too. Do you have you, like, Steamworks in Chicago? Oh, love Come Chicago. On. We went yeah, to yeah, IML yeah. and loved it. Did you? Yes. I opened the David Barton Gym in Chicago, which is no longer existing oh. there. But that was definitely a moment. And I met some beautiful, beautiful people there. Chicago's great, got it going on. I would love to do a it's show beautiful. there sometime. I love Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I really love it there. Um, From IML? M-A-L. I know oh my I was God, I'm having a stroke. IML. 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 International Memorial Mr. Day weekend. Right. It happens. Um, we've, we do polls. I know I said on our, the last time we talked to you that we wanted to kind of report in on some of our weekly polls that we do on our Patreon page and you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. See how I said it slower. That's a good one. Yeah. Cause also, I, I'm guilty of, I think that there should be a little cartoon when you talk about the polls, like tags poll. Yeah, bum, bum, bum. and ram it up your yeah, ass. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. This oh week, no. Right. In the tag poll. So we have. I two, don't know. I need a sound. We have two fun polls to report on. The poll that we did a few weeks ago um, was an episode supporting episode 142, where um, we were talking about more and more gays. There was a story out there. More and more gay people are making their partners take lie detector tests, mm-hmm. and so we came up with a poll. The story, I guess it was just about jealousy and right. people not trusting their significant others. And it kind of came in. So I asked the question, do you have an open relationship? Um, you know, it kind of went in thirds. A third of you said yes. Okay. Um, a smaller no. Um but a good portion of you guys said you would consider having an open relationship. And I just think that speaks to today. Where we're at. You speak of Lincoln, you know, back in the day, the 80s, the 90s, and here we are in 2020. I think the way we approach relationships, this is my opinion, is a little bit more open-minded now. Having an open relationship, I feel, isn't what it used to imply. And by imply, I feel it was like, ooh, yeah. And I think a lot of people are, hey, listen, we're men, we're sexual beings. Right. I just think there has to be communication. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of well, where. I think with, that we've Im- evolved mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I also don't think jumping into that pool or lifestyle works for everybody. No. And I also think, this is probably a controversial thing to say, but I think a lot of relationships shouldn't be in relationship because they're so about having a third or a fourth or a fifth or a sixth. Right. But right. but that's me on the outside looking in. 
Yeah, I think it depends on where you're at. If it works for them, if it works for you, you know, yeah. then knock yourself out. I just feel like we've heard about them more in the last definitely, f- definitely. 15, 10 years than we've ever heard about it. And it's Ethical Slut, that book that uh, we had talked about a while ago, that really, I think... It's a good book. It opens a, a lot of your, thought, misconceptions. your personal thoughts and misconceptions about sexuality in general. So it kind of breaks the constructs and the norm of what we're just used to or at least what we've heard yeah and master joshua who was on last week's episode he actually talked about a lot about yeah i have not seen him in so long he's doing really good he has a place in harlem in new york but sorry you can follow him uh, Mm -hmm. master joshua and he talks about the importance of connection Mm -hmm. over sexuality and how that can actually mean more at times whether Mm -hmm. you're in an open or or not really and he talks about trust a lot with and what trust. with his craft and everything that he does exactly exactly trust is the utmost important mm-hmm. in bdsm culture uh the other question we asked was do you trust your partner and obviously this would be people that are in some relationship or not the majority of you all said yes which is good to hear mm-hmm. um there was a teeny tiny portion like one person um click the box no and it's why we broke up (laughs) and there was a very small that's actually a great point um there was a a small percentile of people that clicked the box that said i have trust issues okay and nice i've had trust issues that's good to admit i do for sure i did a lot more um but i think work in progress you do yeah yeah, I think a lot of us do. I think I'm a very jealous type, at least when I'm dating. I'm not dating a new one at the moment, but I feel like I definitely, not controlling, but I definitely get jealous. I mean, not yeah. from little petty things, but just in general. I I guess I definitely would agree with that percentile. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a human emotion that can creep but up I d- on us. But I definitely try to not deflect my trust issues onto the person that I'm dating. So I try to deal with them internally, Good. if that makes sense, and try to no, work through them sense. myself. So, well, see, I used to do that. When I was in it, I think I, when you deflect I it on deflected. somebody else, it doesn't really, It first of all, it doesn't look attractive and is not sexy. And then also, I don't know if your communication gets better with they don't hear you right right yeah because it's just it's very one-sided and it also makes someone not want to actually tell you the truth either and defensive i mean well i have found the older i get i realize i'm sorry the older i get i realize that the trust issues i have really have nothing to do with that person it's yourself it's the freaking universe yeah like, I don't trust the world we fucking live in anymore. You can swear on this, right? This yeah, yes, of course. I just don't, like, <laughs> n- um, and it's macro and micro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't trust certain industries that I've been in for 20, 30 years, like fitness. I don't, I don't trust um, people. We were talking uh, about that with barber culture. People, oh, right. Like, everything's <laughs> changing. Like, I don't trust the universe anymore. So to direct that all on my partner mm-hmm. is unfair. To p- put all that baggage on my own back mm-hmm. that I haven't done the work because I've done the work. I, I haven't done all the work, obviously, but I've done so much of the work spiritually and mentally and meditating mm-hmm. every morning and being honest with people and being transparent and not lying to myself. And I don't cheat on my boyfriend anymore. I remember when I used to, back in my 20s, I would cheat on my boyfriend and thought that the secret was hot, but it was really self-deprecating. And yeah. th- if there's no drama, I don't have a relationship. Like I've gone through all those stages that now I just go outside and go wait why why are people throwing trash on trash on the floor why don't people say hello anymore open it so i don't know my trust issues have evolved the older i get it's a good physiological or psychological look at where we're at right now or sociological look at where we're at right now i mean we're in a state of chaos in so many ways that Mm -hmm. we're not going to list all of them right now obviously because i think you all know what we're talking about but a good time to you know not place that those insecurities on your on partner, right. your partner or on a person because in general every day something news happening yeah. and you got to deal with what's going on that's and what i feel like i don't i try not to inflict that on somebody else and that's why a, a lot of times i i've been single for like a long period of time just 
to get myself together and work on myself and be the best version of myself do you know to date someone. Well, do you know what's beautiful about that? If you just keep focusing on doing that for yourself, they'll just show up. Right. You just they just stumble all upon of a them. sudden they're right in front of you and you're like, no, you can't be here right now. And it's like, OK, yeah, actually, you're I not am. going anywhere. Yeah. And they will yeah, have the booty great. of a lifetime for you, Jeremy. <laughs> I, Jeremy Roslova's. I know they will. The other question we asked was, Stop have you have you lied to your partner about being faithful, either in your current relationship or in a past one? OK. And the majority of you said, no, you haven't. Good. There was a small percentile that have. Good. And I know in past relationships, I have mm-hmm. minor, big, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. not really for cheating, though. Just maybe I fibbed something that wasn't <laughs> really... A little white lie yeah, yeah. that may have turned into that a bigger I, but white lie. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time, and mm-hmm. I know that I've grown and, and worked through a lot of different... I can't promise that I wouldn't, yeah. but I think I would approach a relationship just because I don't have to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But if I did connect with somebody, lying would probably be very low on my... Totem pole. Totem pole of what I... Because I would just think, I don't have to be in this relationship, so mm-hmm. why it's not... There's no need for me to lie. Let me just be... Either they want to... I'm comfortable with myself. There's, right. You know, but there was a time when I wasn't as confident and secure with myself mm-hmm. where I probably did lie. And that's... it's What this, I love about that is that it's like lying to your doctor or lying to your therapist. <laughs> well, You're wasting your money. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Oh yeah, right. totally if you're gonna does lie not to your, help you no. at all. So if you can't lie to your doctor, or you shouldn't, and right. you can't lie to your therapist, why would you lie to the person you want to be with? Right. Like, I want to share my life with you, but I'm going to lie about half of it. Oh, that'll be fun. That's called crazy. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, I get it when you're first dating you're just somebody. Your time. We all fluff up maybe a perception of, who, yeah. <laughs> you know. I kind of dodge some things, I guess, when you first when you're first meeting someone and getting to know someone, there are things that you well, don't Well, those are called be. boundaries. Yeah. Though you don't show up at your first date and be like, oh, well, guess what happened to me when I was three? Or guess what <laughs> yeah. happened with my last breakup? Or, right. right? Like, yeah. that's just healthy boundaries, right. right? Yeah. But that's not lying. No. And and by the way, we all have our personal story, which should be pretty in ways and dirty in other ways. Yeah. But that's different than lying. Mm-hmm. We all know. You know what's really lying. Right. We have, we also asked, do you trust yourself in your relationship? And the majority of you said yes, uh, but there was a small percentile of you that said, no, I don't trust myself in, I guess, my current uh, relationship. So, you know, we're all working through stuff. That's just work to be done. Work yeah. to That's be done. okay. No blame, no judgment. That's yeah. just work to be done. Exactly. And then... Um, oh, so recently we did a show. It was episode 143. I had the creator, Alan, of Go Naked on the show. And it turned out to be a popular... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of you nudists um, out there and that really enjoyed the show. I practiced it here on myself and I've always... You brought this up last week. I think we should do couple, next week naked, the three of us. We Well, okay, I would. I know. No. Okay. I knew Jeremy wouldn't. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll do my okay. class and then we'll all come here and sit here naked. Uh, Jeremy, I don't think you answered the the poll, but if you did, the first qu- one of the questions we asked was, "Are you comfortable being naked?" And I had always the the answers were always or in most situations um, was half and half with at, at for guys just being at home. So I honestly, I'm. Th- it's funny that I had this conversation with my roommate because he. Not that he's like naked at home, but just in general, he enjoys going to nudist beaches and hanging out with friends and doing naked events and stuff like you've been to. And I just am not one to be naked. My family doesn't do that. I'm, I just, I don't know. I don't enjoy sleeping in my bed naked. I don't walk around really? naked. No, I'm, I like to have just pajamas for on, clothes, just for sex, just that for re- fucking. That and what about cuddling like, after sex? Even cuddling, I like to put boxers and stuff on. I mean, like I have cuddled naked before okay. and not immediately, cool. but I just not don't walk you. around naked and hang out naked. I don't just don't, I don't want my bare ass on my living room couch. I just no, don't. No, I hear you. <laughs> I hear that. I like being, I like And naked. I take a shower every time before I get into my bed, like every day. And so that's cool. I don't I not do that. I hear that. So I guess I wish naked, I could. I'm always so tired. Fa- the naked does factor. <laughs> it wakes you up. And then yeah, you it wakes sleep. me up. The naked, but it's so much better. The naked it is totally nice. does factor into part of that, like the cleanliness of it. But then also I just kind of feel awkward, like, I don't Flopping know, around. hanging out just with my dick rolling around. and like. <laughs> you know what I have know. to say? First of all, I love being naked at home, but I prefer shorts on. I won't eat naked. I don't like yeah, eating a little naked weird. feels um, lazy or something. I don't know. However, I went to Bear Week in Sitges. Now it must be like four years ago. And I remember I went on the naked beach. Nobody knew me. And I put my clothes on my little towel. And I walked out into the Mediterranean naked. And I laid. And it was I freeing. Float- oh. No, no, no. I floated in the Mediterranean with no clothes on and no one knew me. And I felt like an adult. Like I felt like. And there were all men around of every shape, size, color, height, everything right. else. Nobody cared. And it everybody very cared. Freeing. Like it yeah. was so. That's the point cool. of go. I loved that's the point it. of I loved go it, naked. Loved it, loved it, loved it's it, not loved about non judgmental. And that's why and we. And I love being naked in a, like a naked setting, like laboratory or like somewhere that you would go to like a play party or a bunch mm-hmm. of naked in boots. I need to have boots. I oh, need to have the height. I can't, okay. Like, yeah, right. I need to have like the height and a ball of poppers in my sock. It, right. It, it, it does, that does look super hot. Yeah, naked yeah. And, and maybe a cuff. Yeah, not in your apartment, though. I don't think that looks, I mean, unnecessary. Um, hey, we asked, sex in boots in your apartment oh, is well, a very hot okay, thing. Don't yeah. even challenge that. Okay, no, I Talk like Talk about it. gay sex. Okay, hey. okay. Are you comfortable being naked in a group? Most With of you, boots. Uh, most of you clicked, <laughs> sure, love it, with a group. Um, was there a for, for with boots option? No, there was, no, there was, no, there was, <laughs> there was group sex. Define naked. There was a small naked percentile means. that clicked group sex. So. But I've also been in a group sex setting where the boots are like annoying. So that's different. And they're in the way. It's yeah. different. Yeah. And way like right. too, like. Three. As naked, we mean fucking barefoot. None of these accessories shit. Well, I mean, it's naked. But some of these naked socials that go naked does course, are at bars where you speedos. have to wear yeah. shoes. Like a jock strap. No, but night, they, right? no, or they you do. you have to wear shoes. You're right. You have to wear shoes just because by law, uh, I, you can't like be barefooted in a and bar. And some people have some funky ass feet, so please. Well, then there's that. But um, I have beautiful feet. I have really nice feet, too. Don't okay. fuck with my feet. Okay. Good I mean, to like, know. You can fuck with my feet because they're so beautiful. Anyways, um, and then the question, the other question was, do you associate being naked with sex? Because, you know, for so many of us, the go my with my interview with Alan, it was about not about right no associating it with being sex. And um, the majority of you said no, but okay. there was a, another percentile smaller, very small that said, yes, they do. You probably would be one of those. Yeah. Click that I think box. So. You only associate being right, naked that makes yeah. sense. or taking a shower totally. before yes. you go to bed. Totally. Every which night. is also cool. Yeah. Which is well, also cool. it is what it is. I also really <laughs> like taking a shower with somebody else too. I've, I like oh, that okay. a lot. Oh, well that's, 
That's cool. Yeah. So it's not like you don't like being naked with somebody you're intimate with no. or having sex with. No, if you've been it's naked around someone. But, I mean, I wouldn't hang out with my friends and be naked. I'm just not I have a person. really good story. I'll try and make it brief. So I used to have a boyfriend who did private yoga, one-on-one yoga. And I was always, like, weirdly suspicious of it. Like, I always thought that something was up with it. Yeah. And this is when, back in the day when we had home phones... And we broke up. It was over. It's all amicable. It's fine. And Mm -hmm. the person who he used to have the one-on-one yoga with called the house. And I was like, they don't live here anymore, but I'm also a yoga instructor. Right. Because I'm no fool. And um, I went and used to do yoga, and it was naked yoga. Mm -hmm. It was one-on-one naked yoga. And I actually ended up training this guy for almost a year because all of my insecurities about trust, which was an earlier question, kind of rose to the the top of my head. Right. And after doing a couple sessions with this person, it wasn't about sex. It was Mm -hmm. about being able to do full body yoga with no clothes on. Even though he would give me the side eye, nothing was going to happen. Yeah, I've done, it's an interesting erotic yoga. And there was a period where I was, I was training guys. I was a personal trainer and then I got not a full yoga certificate, but I knew enough about yoga. So I would have clients and I would do it naked with some clients. And it really was, you forget that you're naked when you're doing it. Right. And because and it's, it's erotic, but it's, I mean, f- for the most part, it takes so much work to get into these poses and you're, I mean, but there was an intimacy about it, like helping the other person get into that specific pose. It's a nice pose. dimension Great. to explore. It was, you're not into it, I know, but I, lo- I really like it. We're all like going to do naked yoga next week. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. Not. Well, Thanks for doing the poll thing for me. I just wanted to talk about a recent story that we should talk about. Um, South Carolinians sue over a ban on LGBTQ mentions in sex education. So for the longest time, essentially, South Carolina, there's an LGBTQ group have sued to repeal a state law that bans the mention of non-heterosexual relationships in public schools, sex education classes, unless the topic is sexually transmitted infections. Oh, great. That's very sweet. So, um, yes, they are quoted as saying, I think that no student should have to be told by their health teacher that they can't talk about their identity. Eli Bundy, a queer student who is a president of the Charleston County School of Arts, Gender and Sexuality Alliance told NPR, I think that just it really hurts a lot of teenagers. And I think it's definitely something that needs to change. Um, And I think it's good that they're suing over that because if you can't, I know a lot of us growing up, um, you too, I'm sure Lincoln, we had a little bit of sex education that I, I think I told the story on the show before that any talk of any sex made me turn blue and I had to look out the window because I was going to throw up. But perhaps if we had talked about it a little bit more, I came from a household that didn't talk about, I think I got the, the joy of sex, not the joy of gay sex. I think I got the joy of sex as my only schooling of any kind of sex. And without any, I used to sneak and watch real sex on HBO did when they I talk about and it was all gay different. sex or no, it was not really gay sex, but just it kind of touched on gay sex. But right. do you remember that series? That I was do. Like, yeah, it was, it, it was the only thing that I could sneak and watch that like it. it wa- I didn't really watch it for porn reasons, but just because it was actually entertaining. And I was I consider myself a sexual person and I it was educating. I mean, they talked about... That's cool. They had many different episodes where they would talk about nudist groups and they would talk about uh, puppy play and just wow. different... Wow. Yeah, yeah, right. There were there were different tiers of what... <laughs> like different groups and, and things. And I'm not that saying that schools need to talk parties. about pu- no. puppy play or anything no, like course, that, but, but maybe not only talk about... Giving birth. Homosexuality. I, that's what I remember from health class was giving a, birth and... Menstrual cycle. I remember and the all difference between right, but hetero maybe not. and homo. Hetero and homo. That, that we didn't was, talk about it at we all. We didn't talk about any of that at all. Oh, really? No. no. Oh. And the thing is, 
according here in South Carolina, the only time they will talk about it, or at least the law has stated, is with infections. With, with right. So really like just HIV, AIDS, yeah. or anything like that. So it's reducing us only what to What great credit to give us. That. What's and funny is it's that... It's such a disservice because... It's such a disservice. You're right. It's You're not going to... Not having healthy conversations about this mm-hmm. is really... You know, it's leading with fear, right? Yeah, it's leading with disease, and and it's setting up for ignorance, pretty much. Totally, and future health outbreaks that could be avoided if you just talked. I'm not saying we have to talk about the nitty gritty like we do on this show, but why not have a local LGBTQ center come in, right, with a transgendered person just Mm -hmm. to tell their story? So it's and what they go through, right, and Gay people, what we, their, you know what, what I mean. Everyone, yeah. You I mean, could have like a few different s- times a year where you could have maybe a gay married couple. I'm making this up, but mm-hmm. and no, a transgendered no, no. person, and a actually, bi- how about a bisexual person right. and, a, and a lesbian? You're actually not making it up because back in back in my day, why am I this guy on this show? But it <laughs> is this guy on the show. I was raised with Oprah, well, with Donahue and right. Oprah. And while I learned things textbook at school, when I would get home, there would be like the first gay couple on the Donahue show that would talk about yep. it. But in and a they were sensational a couple, way. Well, no, because there were questions from the audience. There was a doctor there. There was the fear, the anxiety oh, the of our society. Yeah. yeah, like right? ostracizing Same it. with Oprah. Yeah. Like my mom, it's funny. Um my mom talks often about that Oprah should get more credit for raising me because I was definitely a latchkey kid who would come home and make food, put on TV and watch Oprah and Donahue, which taught me empathy and compassion and what the doctors say and what our society is saying at the moment. And I don't know. I love all that. That's Mm -hmm. what's missing from this story. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So that we, I just think, how are we I'm glad that they're standing up for that. I think you're also setting up a like a new generation uh, like in a bad way. I mean, they're like setting they're set up for failure if they don't yeah, if but they're the not new, educated and all. But the new generation, I'm so ignorant in this statement, but I think it's the absolute truth is going home and googling it. Yeah. They're they're hearing right. it from their friends. They're going to figure it out. At least they have that. And at but least but on my playground there wasn't Google yeah. and all those things. Yeah. Right, right. Well, good for the South Carolina, and I hope right. it, it goes through because, um, I mean, good for sticking up for that. Um, there's a, another story I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's a YouTube comic, Michael Henry. Do you guys know Michael Henry? Uh, he does these skits. They're actually normally hilarious. I've watched a few of them. Mm-hmm. He took on a new one uh, about GHB uh, amongst gay men. And I'll just read you a little bit about what uh, the YouTube comic Michael Henry's latest video covers a series of topics in his typically humorous fashion. Henry and two friends are discussing going to a party that evening. One of his friends, played by Michael Ferris, reveals he needs to go home and prepare his special cocktail. And I'm using air quotes. Henry and his other friend, played by Chris Renfro, ask him what he's talking about, and he reveals he's talking about G, otherwise known as GHB. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's quoted as saying, isn't that what they use as a date rape drug? Asks Henry. I guess some people could use it for that, replies Ferris dismissively. Henry and Renfro's characters then go on to uh, to question their friend's drug of choice and ask about the risk. These include death if one takes even just a little bit too much. Similar, similarly, if you mix it with alcohol or other drugs, it can lead to, well, death again. And Ferris's character then goes on to reveal that he has passed out on G on one occasion, leaving him in a paralyzed-like state with heart palpitations and completely incoherent. Um, so, yeah. So he also says, but before that, I was horny as hell, Ferris's character offers by way of defense. He goes on to say that drinking is also dangerous and he's seen his friends wasted and incoherent on liquor. So spare me the psychoanalysis, sis. Anyways, it's an interesting skit, actually. I watched mm-hmm. it a little bit and to try and discuss the drug GHB, which we do know is in our culture at times. And 
I don't know. I think it can be really dangerous when mixed. And I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts on it? Or Never mix GHB with alcohol, period. Right. Period. End of report. And be careful. Be careful. I would also say in the friends that I've, you know, I have tried it one time before. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't my thing. I don't, I didn't like it. And, Mm -hmm. but my people that I did do know that have taken it before, they know the proper amount to take. And it's a whole science that they've figured out. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know, you're really entrusting them for something that can people have really died from it. There's been so many cases just turn on any gay media and you'll see plenty of people have died from this drug or that's why a lot of these circuit parties have medic centers because of this particular drug. It's, it's the one drug that they will confiscate if they find it in you because they have to have too many people fall out on this drug. Mm -hmm. Right. People don't know the consequences. You grow an immunity to it. So if you do a half a dose the first time, and then you do a half a dose again, and then you do a half a dose again, it has no no power. So you have to increase it to a dose. And then you increase it to a dose. And some people, if you do it too much, to just get started, they need two doses. However, someone brand new to it, if you give them two doses, they could... And you don't know what kind of... GHB you're dealing with because there's different strains of it as well. The so, other problem I find with it is problem. you're doing it in loud circuit party clubs or you're doing it um, at you know, having sex with a group of guys. Yeah. So your inhibitions are totally not what they are like right. sitting Normally, here in this yeah. room right now where you're going to make a logical, right. informed decision about a drug that mm-hmm. can really have some major consequences but there may be guys out there that can totally do it and they're fine and do it whenever they recreationally and would argue with us however i think if you are new to this you should really take baby steps with this because i think your senses aren't what they are and you don't really know the proper amount and how you're going to react. I think also in general, we're not really promoting drug use at all. We're not promoting it at all. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm talking about the reality of it being out there and this story on how this comedian took it on. Yeah. I think in a really good way. No, Um, I think it's good to be educated. I will post this video. Yeah. It does not promote it at all, Mm -hmm. but it's a realization that it does exist. So Mm -hmm. why are we ignoring it? when a part of our community does well, we, use it. Right. Um, we can't ignore so it. So I don't want to yeah. ignore it. And I'm, I'm on the record. We are, to your point, we are not promoting mm-hmm. I just wanted to it. state that. Yeah, that, no. That and I was only, important. I was talking about it from yeah, this course. standpoint, which he is not mm-hmm. promoting it at all. We are not promoting it at all either. We're not promoting it. But what I do want to say about it in my experience with friends and just in general, think of GHB as alcohol. GHB is so strong, it's like having two shots punched in your face immediately. Right. Mm -hmm. So if someone's really drunk, which I think is brilliant about what you just said about this, is he compared it to alcohol? Like, I've seen you drunk, don't compete with me. Yeah, right. Good point. GHB is very, 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 very much like alcohol. So if you're in a setting, I'm being responsible here, if you're in a setting where someone is, you don't know, what's happening, but you know they did GHB, treat it like alcohol. What do you do if someone's too drunk? You take them home. No, wait. You, what do you, you give instantly? them water. You oh, give yeah. them coffee. Or you co- give okay. them a Red Bull. Right, to wake because up. Because you want to them to wake snap up. Snap out of it. So GHB is the same thing. You want to give them a Red Bull. You want to give them coffee. You want It's like too much alcohol all of a sudden right. at once. Yeah. Again, but I'm on not a doctor. Because but it's on steroids because it's even more serious. Right, exactly. So you just want to wake them back up. And right. that is always the key. So yeah. that's just a little street knowledge, yeah. not doctor knowledge, that you want to get them back up with yeah. whatever speed you have at your hands. And I will, pr- I'll, I will put this video um, up on our site because I think it's really good. Um, I like Michael Henry's take on this, and I think it was a really good approach. He doesn't normally, he does these skits mm-hmm. on YouTube about our gay culture 
that's often kind of poking fun at us in a really good way. Yeah. I think he took on something that was a little bit more serious that does exist in our community. And just because Often it's with, and the reason I brought it up, often relating to sex, gay sex. Right. So there was a reason why I wanted to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's relevant to our, it's just happening in our culture. Right. And, Absolutely. but I love what you said, Lincoln, and I think yeah. that's really good. I will post this video on our site so you can see what they're talking about and in the meantime we'll be doing more polls on i love the polls i think yeah, they're great yeah. yeah it's really cool i like a good fat one usually but of course we, um check our you can always go to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex it's where you can become a patron and support this show tags podcast in many different tiers exactly and get some extra special sexy perks we will have a poll related to this episode um, this week, and we will report back on. Continue checking uh, my new live show. It's every Thursday night so good. live from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time on our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com. And you can call in and ask with any questions you have. Yeah, I'll, I'll, the number's posted on our website, Facebook.com forward slash Tags Podcast. And yeah, we, we're taking callers in. It's a lot of fun. So. It's really cool. I loved it. Awesome, awesome. Um, thank you, guys. This is really fun. Of we course. will see you yeah. soon. Yes. In the meantime, continue having or start having hot, hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. Keep having it. Again, thanks for listening. Don't forget to take our poll, this week's poll, about how you were handling and dealing with the coronavirus on your end. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. Don't forget my new live show, Sex with Stevie, uh, debuts this Thursday night from 10 to 11 on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash tags podcast. From 10 to 11 Eastern Daylight Time. Bring your questions. There's a call-in number. You can get the number on our Facebook page. And it's going to be a fun, interactive show. In the meantime, continue being safe and healthy. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.